Hello, people. Welcome to the podcast where thoughts become words. As always, this is Ketura, and I'm back again. This year, I'm trying so hard to keep up with um, having two episodes out every month. Um, thank you guys for always coming back to listen to the podcast. Our post- podcast listenership is increasing, and I'm glad. I hope to get to 1,000 listenership uh, maybe before the middle of the year. That would be very great and exciting news. Uh, on this podcast, I talk about everything on my mind, and that's why it's taught in words. Um, everything I think about, everything I wonder about, I try to talk about, either alone or with friends. And that is why the episode is called Taught in Words. So welcome to the episode. So today I have an amazing guest with me. He will be introducing himself. It's been one year of following this amazing guest of mine to finally be on the podcast. So I'm saying all of this so that you know how very amazing this guest is. A very important. Ah, the guest is very important. So very important like this. Ah, I have to say very important. So um, the guest will definitely introduce him himself as is my usual way. <laughs> but I want the guest to introduce himself, himself and tell us his name. And uh, maybe one very um, fun thing about himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, thank you for this great opportunity. Yeah. Indeed, I would say you are amazing, brother. Thank you for all you do, especially the podcast. It has been really, really wonderful listening to thoughts and work. Well, uh, before I proceed, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Benson Dotson Fasania. Um, beautiful feet. Some others know me as uh, Mr. Dot. Well, um, I am actually um, a very simple person, just ordinary me. Oh, oh. Yeah, so that's the simple word that can describe me. Simple. Okay, tell us one fun uh, thing so- about you. Yes, I love working with teenagers and uh, I love uh, things that has to do with preserving the environment. So because okay. of that, I started an organization called Center for Artwork, okay. which is actually working with uh, like-minded individuals to actually secure the earth. Wow. I also... Um, discovered along the way that I I'm a business person. That okay. Is, I run business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so, where I'm coming to. I'm coming there, but continue. I, continue. That, uh, mm-hmm. I discovered that I can run I can run multiple ideas at a time. So I'm a serial uh, thinker and entrepreneur. I told you people that I have an important guest. I'm not joking. Today is important, important. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm really, I really appreciate you. Forget all the hype. You know, I, I know what it means to bring such kind of personality on the podcast. So I'm privileged to have you. And you're wondering why I'll have um, Dotun on the podcast. But if you have seen podcasts, you'll have guessed what we're going to talk about. So some few years ago on my journeys and my journey my job is like a 50% travel job um on my way to some communities I was seeing the trees and I began to wonder why why the world was making 
like a fuse about deforestation uh you know we get to hear this from the un and all of those sdg goals and all of that about climate change and stuff like that and i got curious um i've been asking questions and that's why dotun is here i've been thinking about it and that's why dotun is here so generally today we'll be talking about deforestation and community efforts what community can do to address this big issue that everybody, including the United Nations, is making noise about. Um, but I'll just like you to talk about maybe briefly. And for context, we'll be talking about Nigeria, maybe basically plateau states, because we both stay in just Nigeria, but we could also talk about and he is an expert, so I think he can talk about Africa and even the world. I just want you to just give us an insight into why why deforestation is a big issue. Why why, why is everybody making noise about it? Why is it that every time we go to buy firewood, somebody is saying you are buying firewood or you are burning, you are doing your charcoal fire. You know, we here use a lot of charcoal and a lot of firewood and you people are saying it's a big issue. Please talk to us from the um, standpoint of all of you people environmentalists. Please. Yes, the question is uh, clear. Okay. So thank you very much. Just like I said once again, um, for me to actually start, I would like to first of all define forest uh, deforestation. Okay. And simply speaking, deforestation is um, actually the lost of um, forest cover you know a forest is like a vast area of land covered yeah. by very dense vegetation okay so, um deforestation refers to the decrease in forest areas across the world or across a particular region so for example so not... if we have a yeah. forest yeah so if you have a forest between uh let's say um terminus all the mm-hmm. way to Bukuru, mm-hmm. and it is covered by a dense population of three. Mm-hmm. So, when people begin to harvest and uh, remove and uproot uh, these trees and other dense uh, vegetation, mm-hmm. then deforestation is actually Okay, doctor, I can't hear you clearly, but just correct me if I'm I'm wrong or right. So, are you saying that deforestation is not just cutting down of trees, but um, cutting down of trees that make a forest dense? Is that what you are saying? Yes, I'm actually saying that a forest is not only composed of trees. There okay. are other uh, things like straw, like grasses, but of course. Because mm. it is in a very dense and uh, com- uh, particular area, vast mm. area. Mm-hmm. Most times you only see the trees, but in the okay. forest, there mm. is more than that. Okay. So, um, actually, uh, cutting down the trees and shrubs, and of course, other dense vegetation in a very uh, in a particular location over time, is called mm. 
deforestation. And oh, wow, I didn't know it that. is simply speaking, it is caused by human activity, okay. human growth, and human expansion. So what one of the first reasons mm. or the first cause of deforestation is actually agriculture, you know, in the quest for to feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. People are looking for vast land and then uh you know large-scale agriculture across the world mm. actually tend to make people um, clear large vegetation. But what coming down to Africa and then to our local community, one mm. of the quest and um, most principal cause of deforestation mm. is actually in the search for energy. There is serious energy poverty in Africa. And mm. because of that, a lot of people uh, use firewood mm-hmm. and uh, they cut down trees to actually mm-hmm. get source of fire. And another interesting thing is not only um, the quest for energy, the quest for survival. Most people also cut down trees because uh, they feel they can sell it at high price mm. to make an income. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, have a living. Others mm. uh, just do it for fun. Uh, it will interest you to note that uh, rose rosewood was a popular demand in China, and uh, for some years now, uh, the pandemic wildlife park, which is mm. uh, having a forest in Plateau State, has been threatened by logging by poachers who go to actually um, cut down trees, that special rosewood, which is very, very mm. expensive when processed. And uh, they are they cut that down the tree and mm. then export it to China. Wow. This rosewood is used making various kind of furnitures, instruments like the guitar, mm. violin, and many other uh, percussion instruments. And uh, they are now later sold at a high price back to Africa or any other region of the world. So as you can see, mm. some people do it for income. Some people do it for lack of knowledge. Others mm. do it to actually feed themselves. Wow, that, that, that what you are saying, uh, it's very insightful. Doctor. I didn't know that... Um, um we had something called or i didn't know that we could term what africa or nigeria suffers in terms of energy term it energy poverty and it makes a lot of sense <laughs> for us to say that because of the energy poverty we are we are doing what we want to, we what we are doing but then now the next question that i have to ask is are you saying that we should stop so because we want to stop deforestation we should stop farming because we want to get an alternative to energy, we should stop using charcoal. Um, because we want to survive because of our um, shaken economy. Um, we want to like make ends meet and sell firewood. We shouldn't sell firewood again. At this, if if we do the opposite of what we are doing now, is it sufficient or is it sustainable? for addressing the issue of uh, deforestation? Okay. Um, well, 
I'll, I'll say the answer is no. We cannot okay. just do the opposite and then expect mm-hmm. a river. The truth is that in the quest for survival, man up to destroy the resources you later need in the future. Mm. So, um, I want you to understand that uh, as long as uh, humanity uh, uh, persists or exists in the planet, on the planet, mm. mm-hmm. we'll definitely use firewood. We'll definitely grow crops. Mm-hmm. The question is, are we doing it sustainably? You know, as I was speaking earlier, I didn't mm-hmm. mention all the causes of uh, deforestation. You should know that urbanization is one cause of uh, deforestation. Mm-hmm. You should know that construction, you know, a lot of people, everybody wants to build this house, right? Mm-hmm. That is also a very huge cause of, uh, what do you call it now, deforestation. Because if you look at it, the roofing, the ceiling, the furniture work in our houses, where are they gotten from? Yeah, yeah, wood. They are gotten from wood. In mm-hmm. fact, wood is a very important, uh, uh, what do you call it, now? item when it comes to const- uh, construction and and uh, living, mm-hmm. because there is a lot of things you can do with wood. So, mm-hmm. I will say to your answer, the answer is actually no. We mm-hmm. will have to use firewood for energy, but the answer is we have to use it sustainably. We have to farm, and we have to farm sustainably. Maybe okay. in another occasion, we can talk about things like sustainable uh, agriculture. Okay. Or climate-smart agriculture. We can talk about uh, zero tillage. We mm-hmm. can talk about how we can uh, address desertification and mosu. But let me tell you, one of the key things that we must do is that instead of taking things from the environment as just what we want. We must take what we need. You know the difference? There is the difference between what you want and what you need. Mm. It's just like eating food when you overeat. Mm. The rest just goes to our waste and then others add up as fat in our system, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the same thing when it comes to exploiting natural resources, we should only Mm -hmm. go for what we need, not what we want. When we go for what we want, we keep destroying the environment. Okay, so now look at it. If I'm going to the forest to cut a tree, mm-hmm. I shouldn't cut it to the point that that tree cannot regenerate itself. It's mm-hmm. interesting to know that if you or any individual cut a tree, Mm-hmm. at a particular point that tree mm-hmm. can easily grow back right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so about most people who are into poaching and the rest mm-hmm. don't even look at mature trees don't even look at uh, how they can cut this tree sustainably so that that tree can easily regenerate itself yeah. I don't know if you have lived in a house that has mango tree or any other form of tree Yes. if yeah. you take uh, like prune some parts mm. you can prune a part that even look as if you want to cut down a tree completely you get a lot of wood that you can actually use for your cooking and 
you can use it for, even for your construction and more. Right? Yes. That tree can easily regenerate itself mm-hmm. because you do not want cut it in such a way that it will you stomp it out. Yeah. So that's one of the key things we must do. If you have yeah. uh, traveled recently out of uh, jobs, you see mm-hmm. how uh, rest that we normally call mm. forest is actually between Plateau State and Kaduna State, oh, and it's more in Kaduna State. You know mm. because um, Joy uh, just is actually in the high land. Mm-hmm. We have a very unique uh, geography, mm-hmm. which leads to what we call the orographic rainfall. So, during raining season, you discover that a lot of rain falls in just, and because of the highland, it actually mm-hmm. flows to a lot of other places, and that is why we um, that forests that form along the belt mm. of uh, Kaduna State and just um, emerge because there is a lot of rainwater feeding that forest. But you okay. discover that uh, um, along the way how the unsustainable uh, exploitation of that uh, forest had mm. actually led to its shadow. And just like I mentioned and described by the use of, uh, by just going to get what we need, not what we want. People mm. actually go to the forest to get whatever they want. And because mm-hmm. of that, they have actually stomped out all the trees. You will discover that it, the forest is a shadow of itself. Most of the trees are dead. They mm-hmm. have been cut down to almost the root level. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, for now, is terrible. And that is even from the out, uh, outward surface. Just imagine what is happening inwards if you go into the forest. Mm-hmm. So, we must actually learn to use the forest sustainably. Mm. Another thing is that the community people yeah. must take ownership. Community mm. people are actually the answer if we mm. must address the issue of deforestation. Mm. Why? Because they understand the forest even far, far better than us. True. And I want to tell you that there is what we call the local knowledge. Local knowledge is actually very, very essential. I don't know if you have heard of about this mystical evil forest. Have you heard of it? Mm. Even in various communities in Joss, mm. like Jarawa community and more, you discover that they have like a mini reserve area. They call it like um the Shirain Forest or the reserve area. Mm. And in Nigeria, generally, local cultures call it the evil forest. Mm. Just, you, if you have been going to Lamingo, you discover that there is one just by, I don't know if you have noticed it before. Mm. Just at the heart of the city, I'm impressed because it is term the local reserve or the local evil forest of the community. Mm. No one goes there to actually cut trees. At the heart of the city, you see that ah, there is a dense forest just at the heart of the city of Joppa. Mm. But it's not actually big enough to be called a forest. But it's just a small mm. reserve area. But yeah. the tree is uh, the tree is very dense, and 
that is why I actually talk about the local knowledge because mm-hmm. if we begin to uh, adopt local knowledge, mm-hmm. we can solve our problem. So normally in a culture, what they do is that they have this uh, local shrine where uh, the priest stays. And mm. in that location, no one goes to take firewood or soap. And it has a very, very significant importance. Mm. <laughs> Please pardon my use of English. It has a lot of importance because it actually helped them to reserve a particular forest mm. or a particular area to actually save the community. So what are the what's the importance of actually reserving uh, maybe a place like a forest or so? Mm-hmm. Number one, it makes water not to dry in a community because wow. these trees help mm. you to actually retain water. Mm. Number two, it purifies water. Wow. Number three, it encourages biodiversity. So where there are trees, you see that there is uh, much flow of birds and other animals because they have source of food. Okay. So, and then for us, mm. in fact, when we have forest, we have all we need because all those herbs that you find in the forest can be used for mm. medicinal purpose. Wow. So, medicine. Mm-hmm. So, and if you manage the forest well, what do we have? We will have food, clothing, and shelter all in one place. So, we have all, you know, they used to say three in one or five in one. Yeah. This is <laughs> nature's combo, all in one. Mm. Wow. The forest gives you food, clothing, shelter, mm-hmm. and then, of course, amazing biodiversity. Mm. And then, of course, the cycle of life continue. Wow. This is yeah. really, really very, very important. So, just like I have mentioned, yeah. local knowledge is very, very important. Don't even uh, make uh, most people think that it is superstitious. No, they understand mm. in the past that this is what leads to our problem where we remove our forest and vegetation cover, we suffer for lack of water and lack of food. So, and that's why, of course, in local tradition, they just mark places like that. And uh, I tell you, where there are forests, you discover that, of course, the weather is mm. even cooler. Just go to anywhere there are trees. Yeah. Because of the oxygen. Yes. You discover that the place is cooler. Mm-hmm, the place mm-hmm. is better. Even in a yeah. very hot sun weather, it's just a single tree. You can go under the tree and so imagine a forest. Mm-hmm. So, what does the forest do again better? It helps prevent erosion. What do I call it? Erosion. Mm. A forest helps you to prevent. So, erosion mm-hmm. is uh, washing away of the topsoil. Mm-hmm. A forest helps you to fight against desertification. Mm-hmm. So, when you talk about desertification, what, what do you imagine? You imagine places like Niger, mm-hmm. the Sahara. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It will interest you to know that um, some years back, a bed, which is normally sited in desert area, mm-hmm. was sited in the highlands of uh, Plateau. And what does yeah. it tell us? Water is drying. It tells us that, it tells us that uh, we are, uh, 
desert is actually seriously encroaching. Mm. It was discovered by uh, a bird watcher. You know, we have a bird watchers club in just mm-hmm. people who watch bird. So, so it just reminds us that desertification is not far-fetched. Yeah. And things like deforestation, of course, causes desertification. And mm-hmm. desertification is the one... Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm. I'm so, so I'm. So, I'm, I'm, so, I'm very. So, so okay. you discovered that uh, mm-hmm. again in the past. You hear mm-hmm. people saying that ah, just in just you see monkeys, you see all these other uh, wild animals, true or false, alligators. True. But now, who speaks of that? No one. Mm-hmm. Why? Because mm-hmm. we have destroyed our vegetation cover and forest cover, so we don't mm-hmm. have all this important biodiversity. Yeah. Now. Now our, our air is not uh, is not purified mm. like so before. People are suffering. Yes, people are suffering mm-hmm. from respiratory issue. The local people mm-hmm. are not also having food and livelihood. Mm. Whether we like it or not, forest supports livelihood. That's one. So I I I I really think that things you've highlighted are very crucial and i'm grateful that i'm having this conversation with you um and if you are if you are listening we're just talking about um deforestation and what community action can be and Dotu has just run down a lot of information um people um how why we need to keep our forests you know um, he, he has highlighted um, the fact that having a forest helps us retain water, helps purify our water, helps by our biodiversity, helps us with herbs for medicine, food and clothing, and even just the circle of life. And um, there's something you said I really want to like emphasize. I'm so glad you are saying it. It's the thing about local knowledge. So Africa and Africans are not really... Um, they are not archaic to ways of um, approaching or addressing the issue of deforestation. That's what I hear you say, that from history and from time immemorial, we understand the importance of forest. So that's why we have um, forest reserves, um, popularly known in Nigeria, in some quarters or in some quarters as maybe evil forest or a no-go area forest. Um, and you're saying that this is from a knowledge of of what forest can do to community. And I love to hear that. I, I love to hear that it's not coming from, we are not hearing it from outside. We already know these things. So we have been doing it before. So now that we've deviated from this that we used to do before, I think it's just what we need to do is just come back to it and just pick up from where we were before. Um. Um, then you also highlighted the need for us to not, yes, it's inevitable, we would need um, um, trees and firewood. For Can we just use it, use what we need and not what we want? I like that too. Now, Dr. I, I know that most of um, the people I have seen around, either NGOs, CSOs, um, schools, you know, even individuals that are philanthropists, when they want to address the issue of deforestation, most of what I hear is plant trees. Oh, we are going to plant 200 trees here. Oh, we're going to plant 
centuries here. Oh, we're going to plant. I even saw on social media someone who gifted people trees as wedding souvenirs, and I thought it was very impressive. Now, my question is this for the very rural communities, right? Is it how do we replant trees that we are using now? Let's say, yes, we're just getting um, what we need for maybe economic and all of those firewood and energy and all of that how do we uh, replant trees do communities would communities need to go and buy those i don't know if you call them seedlings or what to plant or can we is there a way that um, um trees can be i don't know how they call that is it grafting where you cut a path and plant and then it grows does that work um, so that we are reducing, because the average, I'm looking at the average Nigerian community, rural community. Um, the average person in that community is and not money to go and buy a t- plant to plant. You get what I'm saying? So, do you think that there? What are the options? Is what I'm suggesting doable, or what are the options for like planting more trees? Can you hear me? Yes, I can now. Okay, absolutely. Um, you mentioned just one solution to deforestation. And that's okay. really exciting and uh, good. But we have a lot of options. So, But let's start with uh, the issue of deforestation. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the issue of tree planting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, you asked a very important question. So, if trees happens to be the key. Mm-hmm. How do we go about it? Interestingly, nature ha- has gifted us the answer. Right? Okay. A single tree can produce thousands of tree, uh, seeds, uh, seeds, right? To be replanted. That is one. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. <laughs> of course, so if you, if, if, if for Mongol season now, you will see that even nature, the way nature even makes it is that more mango seed uh, fruit are actually wasted than are consumed. Do you know that? Yes, yes, that's true. So, after the this thing, you know that it's a seed. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Only one tree produces thousands of mangoes, right? Mm-hmm. So, imagine if you can replant those mangoes. Mm. And then economically, that you benefit from the seeds too. So economically, yes, you benefit from it. So I'm just trying Mm -hmm. to say that, okay, of course, you don't have to go and buy any seedling from Mm -hmm. anyone. Mm -hmm. You can be uh, an agent of change by planting trees yourself. Over the Mm. past year, since uh, 2014, 2015, I've planted more than uh, 3,000 to 5,000 trees. Wow. For my various engagements. That's of course, uh, you bear me witness that we came to your own community to plant tree. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. as it is right now, myself and the team, we are working on a small uh, seedling bed so that we can even distribute to people. I think that's, a, that's for, an for amazing initiative. Yeah. So, but over the years, you know, we have engaged various schools, 
to have engaged various communities mm-hmm. do tree planting camp. But we need more. People have mm. to be by themselves. Mm. Uh, if our local culture tells us that we should plant trees, why shouldn't we? In fact, as mm. a matter of fact, if we are encouraged all that we should plant trees in our primary school and nurture it mm-hmm. and see how it grows, it will be beautiful. Just uh, this morning, I was discussing about uh, something with my wife, and mm. uh, she mentioned something about watching uh, you watching something that you either raise or rear grow, that mm. it has a healing effect. Mm. It has a healing effect. So imagine you plant a tree, mm-hmm. and over the years, what's it grow? Mm-hmm. You may not be in that community. You can come out to that community and say, "Wow, this is the tree I planted. We participated in replanting this forest. Wouldn't yeah. that be so beautiful?" Yeah, it will be. It will create healing and then connection. Yeah. Yes. So it is very, very important that we begin to actually act. It's very, very simple. There are a lot of seeds around mm. of mm. Uh, what do you call it now? Economic trees. We can plant them. Other trees for that can be used for woodwork and the rest. We can also plant them. Okay, that's where I'm curious. Can we? How? So, yes. It's have... simple. Mm-hmm. All you need to do you can even help by fighting uh, plastic pollution. Do you know this pure water sachet that you find around? They can mm-hmm. serve as a bag. All you need to do is just get a good soil, lovely mm-hmm. soil, and your your seedling. So Where do we get just, the seedling? Of course, for for example, mango. No, not Seedlings mango. All around those, those, I'm talking about... Um, Trees that are used for furniture and all of that. Where do we get the seed? That's that's where my thought is going to. All these things are found just around the tree. For example, if it is a eucalyptus, eucalyptus, mm-hmm. once it is raining, you mm. go around the trees, you see that uh, most of them are sprouting. From the seed around the trees, you can just wait. Is it uh, that brown brown thing that is the the seed? That brown brown thing that looks like a nut. Yeah, yes. That is the seed. Yes, that's the seed of eucalyptus. Chicken meal, chai. Okay. Yes. And then keep going. Then, so if you don't if you don't understand how it works, just uproot those small small ones that are trying to, uh, what do you call it now? Grow up, uh, sprout, and transfer them into the sand uh, beds that you have already created from the plastic waste of mm-hmm. a pure tassashi mm-hmm. and then keep watering them and if it is oh. a rainy season it's even easier i don't think a lot of people have this information no i i so didn't know that those brown things were maybe, the same yes yeah, so now now that you know it is very very important that uh, we spread the word yeah so we can do that we can see any any distance that we see that is sprouting, if it's a tree that we know, we can just mm-hmm. transplant it and then keep it and water it. And then imagine if you have hundreds or a thousand of it, you can mm-hmm. share it. 
you can share it. It's not easy. You need water, you need patience, you need time. Yeah. Well, it's a bit, very beautiful action to do. Okay. Truthfully, people should be encouraged to actually yeah. uh, plant more trees than they cut. And then people should be encouraged not to just cut down trees. If you cut mm. down the tree now, you should be encouraged to plant 50. Okay. <laughs> Instead of two or one that you, you hear about. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. So that is one. Uh, the issue of exploration. Mm. Exploration of uh, crude oil, agricultural expansion should be done mm-hmm. in a sustainable manner. Okay, you mentioned in fact, that. We should leave crude oil, we should leave crude oil on the ground. Mm-hmm. We should go we should go um to other better options okay in fact what we are doing right now is very very great so we should spread the word tell people that you can actually do something just like now you have learned that you can actually uh create seedlings right mm-hmm. talk to people spread this word around spread this uh, podcast let people know that they can actually do something yeah yes mm-hmm. And then, so, uh, yeah. by the way we use things, ma, we should try and be very, very economical. We can refuse, mm. we can reuse, and then we can consume sustainably. Yeah. Then we should also practice what we call for the um, for people who are into agriculture. They should practice what we call. Okay, I guess that that is, that, is, that is a big <laughs> conversation. It sounds so scientific, so maybe we'll get you back on the podcast to come and talk about agroecology. <laughs> well, um, Doctor, it's it's been a, it's been an amazing time with you. Um, I know that we had a time set and we are way past that time. I really want to appreciate you. I have been talking to Mr. Doctor Bessin. Um, he's the team lead and of Center for Earthworks, a non-governmental agency organization working on um, building sustainable practices, environmental practices that could help the earth become better. And we've been talking about um, the, the noise around deforestation and what come uh, communities can do and he has highlighted a lot i'll just um highlight again what he said earlier on um one of the action points for us to take is to use seeds and plant um more trees so i didn't know that you could i thought that okay it's only the mango cashew ugu that you can use their seed i didn't know that eucalyptus if i'm getting that pronunciation right trees how the, the brown stuff around them are they see that you don't know. So if you see those brown bounces, because pack them, put them inside, let that water, then they will grow. We'll have free trees. Um, he has also spoken about the need for us to spread the right information. So now that you know that we can plant um, tree um, seeds that are not necessarily um, or like fruit trees, you know, you also tell somebody that doesn't know have that information to, to do that. Um, you've also emphasized the need for us to use what we need and not go and cut the whole of the forest. 
and then the big word agroecology we'll, we'll get more time to speak about that but truthfully i'm so happy and grateful to have you on the podcast today i as i said mr Dotto is a very busy person <laughs> i had to do one year before i got him on the podcast so please clap for me <laughs> where you are thank you so much Dotto, for being on the podcast uh, maybe you have any last words and your concluding thoughts um that would be appreciated. Yes, my, my last word is actually to remind us that, yes, there is mm-hmm. a lot of force, but there is a recent movie I watched, Don't Look Up. The, mm. There is so much noise about the uh, issue of climate change. Things like this, mm. called deforestation, are actually a very huge uh, uh, cause of climate change. In fact, mm-hmm. it's interesting to note that over 90% of Nigerian forests have been what depleted because of what deforestation 90 percent wow. that's a very huge number wow so that's scary too the world is actually uh talking about this so urgently mm. because it's affecting everything it's affecting um the climate it's causing food insecurity mm. it's causing erosion mm. and affecting each and every one of us so yeah. this is the time for us to begin to actually take action you don't have to do all the global things no you can just start in your own corner and that is what is very very important start in your own corner do the little you can plant a tree reduce your environmental footprint encourage and spread the word about uh, these simple issues make um educate young people in fact if we empower younger people with this knowledge it will go a long way in multiplying and solving the issue and most wow. importantly we should mm. encourage our local initiative because mm. that is also where the uh, answer lies Okay, I'm going to conclude today's podcast with um, a quote, maybe not um, verbatim, but paraphrased on what um, Dotu has said. Take action. Start in your own corner. I hope that you have an amazing week. Thank you again, Dotu, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you and appreciate your uh, your time shared. Um, I hope that um, listeners out there would and start in your own corner. Have a great day, people. Bye. And bye. Bye.